once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. This is their story. Once Upon a Wasteland, Episode 5, The Identical Old Questions. Beth? Sorry, kitten, it's just me. She isn't back yet? She didn't stumble onto another hot lead, did she? No. She said she'd be on her way first thing in the morning when we talked yesterday. And she's been good about contacting me when she's gotten delayed. I know she's great at her job and everything, but I didn't expect her to still be off chasing clues two weeks after. Yeah. After that intel source tried to hurt me. But it's nice to see you. Really nice. Thank you again for last night. Especially for dragging me home. I don't think I could have found my way back on my own. (laughs) I figured you could use a night out. You've been stressed. I have. Between the situation at Atlas being so fluid and Beth still being gone, it's been... Yeah, I needed that. I'm sure talking to her over comms every day helps. Uh, how long was it yesterday? Um, two hours, I think. She said her dad was worried they were going to kill their last portable power pack. You two are rapidly becoming insufferably adorable. I love it. (laughs) It's been nice. It feels like there's, I don't know, less pressure. I can't wait to see her again, but I'm kind of going to miss those chats. I get the feeling that you're going to have lots of opportunities to, uh, chat. How's your head, by the way? It's fine. Sleeping in helps. And your hangover cure did, too. Thanks for leaving that. Least I can do. You could have stayed, you know. Yeah, I know. You're not at all skittish about the other night at your bar, are you? (laughs) I don't get skittish, kitten. If I was worried that you'd try to drag me into the sack again, I wouldn't have taken you out and gotten both of us drunk. So, am I never getting that t-shirt back? Hey, it's comfortable. I promise, though, I'll give it back as soon as I wash it. Nah, you can keep it. It looks nice on you. A little snug, but good snug. Can I tempt you with some breakfast? I didn't know you could cook. Um, I can't. But I did look over Beth's shoulder a few times, and speaking as a scientist, I'm reasonably certain that what I'm working on over here won't kill us. Well... Since you put it that way. Remember? Reasonably certain. (laughs) Well? I've been kicking around the idea of opening the bar early for breakfast. So, uh, if you ever need a side job... Oh, you're sweet. I've been called a lot of things, but sweet is not one I usually hear. Well, you are. At least you have been to me. I guess I like you. I like you too. I mean, I wish Beth's mission with her dad hadn't turned into a two-week excursion, but I'm glad we got to spend some time together. Yeah, you're a lot of fun. You may want to hold off on that last part. What? Why? Well, since you're here, there's something I've kind of wanted to talk to you about. Uh Uh-oh. It's just that, well, Beth being gone has given me a chance to think about everything, I guess. And there's something I kind of feel like I have to know before I can make any decisions about what I want to do. 
Um, okay. What's on your mind? Are you still in love with Beth? Oh, wow. I was not expecting that. Uh, that's... That's a complicated question. It's really not. I guess it's the answer that's complicated. Not exactly what I wanted to hear, but go on. I guess on some level, we're always going to love each other. The kind of thing we had doesn't ever entirely go away. It went deep. And I guess where we are right now kind of shows that. But I get what you're asking, and neither our former relationship or our current friendship is going to get in the way of, well, having a future with anyone else. You sound pretty certain about that. I'm absolutely certain of it. Wait, are you seeing someone? (sighs) Yeah, for a while now. I've just been trying to figure out how to tell Beth. I'm worried that she won't take it well. What? Why? Because she's still hoping you two are going to get back together? No, nothing like that. We are very clear that our days as a couple are firmly behind us. (sighs) Okay, I'm not going to push it. But keeping secrets always ends up causing bigger problems, and I... I just don't want to see her get hurt, Amanda. And I know you don't want that either. Yeah, I hurt her enough when we were together. I just... uh need to figure out how to tell her. The thing that broke up my engagement was Derek not being upfront with me. I don't know why he didn't just tell me. And if I'm being honest, I don't know how I would have reacted if he had. But if he had, there's a non-zero chance that I'd still be in California right now. Married, probably already starting a family. And would you be happier if that had happened? I don't know. I've thought about it a lot. Hell, I had the whole march here to think about it. And up until about a month ago, I think I would have said yes. Wait, a month ago? Yeah. Before you met Beth? About a week before I met her, I think. What happened? I'm not sure. I just felt ready to try dating again. There was somebody I had my eye on. Ooh, you little vixen. (laughs) Oh, stop. Guy or girl? Girl, I was trying to figure out how to ask her out, but then I ended up getting sent out on a mission to retrieve some tech from an old restaurant. And you met Beth. Yeah, and I didn't look at it this way at the time, but I stopped thinking about how to ask Casey out. Wait, Casey? Not Miss Vault 76 Casey, right? You know her? Only by reputation. Beth talked about her a lot when we first met, and she showed me some pictures. Damn, Odessa! And then she practically tackled Beth when we saw her at Atlas right before she left with her dad. Ooh, that must have been really awkward. At least I hadn't quite gotten around to actually asking her. That's a level of awkwardness that I don't know that I could take. (laughs) Beth must think this is all hilarious. I... I didn't tell her... yet. It felt weird talking about it after she'd just told me they were involved in the vault, and then she had to leave. But it's not like they were serious, like you two were. Um, well, that's true. They never did get serious. Am I missing something? Beth really should be the one telling you this. You can't just leave a statement like that hanging. They never got serious, that's true. But it was because Casey wasn't ready to commit. Beth wanted to get serious. She was head over heels. And I get the impression Casey was too, but she was still a kid. I think she was 18. That kind of commitment was just not on her radar. The way she greeted Beth implies that may no longer be the case. Is that what prompted you to ask me if I still love her? (sighs) I guess that's part of it. I mean... Beth hasn't done anything to make me feel like she's trying to add me to a harem or anything. But you want to make sure you have, how would you brotherhood types put it, an accurate situational assessment? (laughs) Something like that. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Beth. Just let it breathe. You two are very clearly into each other. 
Is that going to shake out into a relationship? Who knows? But worrying about it isn't going to help. Just let things happen. Objectively, I know you're right. But after Derek, I... Well, I just need to be careful. Scribe Valdez. Scribe Odessa Valdez, please come in. This is Knight Allen Banks. Come in, please. That sounds important. Yeah, it is. Alan said he wouldn't contact me unless it was urgent. This is Scribe Valdez. Go ahead, Knight Banks. Ooh, so formal. Sexy. (laughs) Valdez, we need you back at Atlas ASAP. As in, drop whatever you're doing and get back here immediately. What's going on? Is everyone all right? Everyone here is fine. I just, I can't talk about it over comms. Just, just come back as soon as you can. Okay? Okay. I just need to get my uniform back on and make sure Beth's house isn't going to burn down after I leave. Hey, I'll take care of that. I mean, not the getting you dressed part. Unless you want me to. (laughs) Amanda! (laughs) Sorry. Alright, Alan. I'm on my way. See you in a few. Thanks, out. Would you mind, uh... I'll hang out here. Thank you. I'm gonna go get changed. Offer still stands, by the way. out of her place while things got sorted out here. Where is Beth, anyway? I figured she'd be attached to your hip. Unless you have her tied up in a basement. Nobody has anyone tied up anywhere, Casey. So, what's going on? Alan made it sound pretty urgent, but he said he couldn't talk about it over an insecure comp channel. Oh, hey. Night Alan Banks. And you are? Oh, very funny, Alan. Looks like you came back just in the nick of time. I think you're overdue for a trip to the barber. (laughs) I think I'm going to let it grow a little, actually. Try something different, you know? Ah, good for you, Valdez. Sounds like the time away has done some good for you. Still, could have used you around here. I'm sorry about that, Alan. I am. Paladin Romani insisted that I stay at Beth's place and work there because of the incident. Oh, that must have been tough. Hard to work on that, uh, science stuff you deal with if you don't have proper equipment. Oh, that was not a problem. <laughs> and how'd you manage that? The underground facilities at her place are impressive. Laboratory, research materials, communications... Underground facilities. So... Like a mini vault? No, no, um, not quite. Uh, it has some, you know, additional fortifications, but it's it's really just an extension of the main structure. Uh-huh. And how do you access it? There's a, uh, you know, a secret door. Uh, a secret door? Valdez, uh, are you telling me that, that she has a lair? <laughs> it's not a lair. It's underground, it has a secret entrance, And it's under what sounds like a totally normal house. It's a lair. (laughs) Well, supervillain or not, I'm glad you're safe. I was worried. You were directly targeted. Yeah, and I don't know if it was because of me or Beth, but either way, I'm a target. Speaking of, where is she? She's been tied up. (laughs) Sorry. She went to talk to Dr. Flagler with her dad. And I don't know the specifics, but that produced a lead, which produced another lead. But she'll be back today. Aw. I was kind of hoping you were roomies this whole time. No. We did talk quite a bit over comms, though. And I had someone to keep me company. Wow. Look at you. Growing out your hair, making new friends. You know, I'm kind of digging the new Odessa Valdez. May I have everyone's attention, please? Now that we're all here, I have some very important announcements to make. Please join me in the auditorium. Here we go. 
Two weeks ago, we learned that Atlas, our home, was breached. I took immediately two actions. My first priority was to ensure the safety of a member of our family that I felt was in immediate danger. And while it was difficult to send Scribe Valdez away, it was a necessary step. But then we had to determine the circumstances of the breach and ideally retrieve what had been stolen from Scribe Valdez. I am pleased to report that we have been successful in both of those endeavors. Alan, did you? I had no idea. I was, I was completely out of the loop. I apologize for the secrecy surrounding this effort, but I hope you'll understand. When you have a mole, you have to keep the circle tight. The circle, in this case, consisted of myself and Initiate Gregory Carlson. Initiate Carlson, will you join me, please? Whoa. Thank you, Paladin. And thank you, everyone. I'll cut to the chase. Right now, three people are sitting in the brig, and the data and journals that were taken from Scribe Valdez's lab are right here. Their interrogation will begin soon, and will be led by Knight Banks. Catching them was just the first step. Now we have to find out why they did what they did, and anything else they may have done. And we will also find out what this Morningstar wants. We're going to get through this together, and we will emerge even stronger than we were before. Paladin. Thank you, Mr. Carlson. I do have one more announcement. Initiate Carlson, you have served with distinction since joining the Brotherhood, and your performance on this project has only reinforced my already strong opinion of you. Because of that, I hereby promote you tonight, with all the privileges and responsibilities that entails, effective immediately. Congratulations, Knight Carlson. Thank you, Paladin. I won't let you down. Thank you, Knight. And thank you, everyone. Let's get back to work. Dismissed. Ad victorium. Hell yeah! Hey, Valdez, know anyone who has special training in interrogation and intelligence gathering who might be interested in a little bit of, uh, freelance work? <laughs> I just might. Scribe Valdez, welcome back. A word, please? In private? Of course, Paladin. I'll talk to you guys later. L let me know what your... Uh, what Beth says, okay? Of course. Please, sit. Yes, ma'am. Have I done something wrong? I've been working at Beth's place, just like you asked, and keeping you in the loop, again, just like you asked. Your work has been exemplary, as always, Scribe. But how are you? I'm fine. I'm great, actually. I've noticed. Look, Odessa, I'll get right to it. We marched together, side by side, all the way here from California. Now, I had my own concerns during that trip, as did Knight's Shin and Thornberry. Knight Connors wasn't even supposed to be there, but circumstances dictated that he come too. I'd never considered a world without him, and for a while I thought I wouldn't have to. And then I had to say goodbye, all over again. But you... You had to carry a broken heart with you for more than 3,000 miles. And that was on top of leaving your parents behind? And your mentor? Layla, please. Let me finish, Odessa. Look, what Knight Hewitt, what Derek did, it was unconscionable. To try to force you to decide between your duty to the Brotherhood, not only your family in the figurative sense, but your actual biological family, and your love for him, and... Well, I know how important starting your own family was to you. Is. Is. I'm sorry. I didn't want to presume. But since that happened, you've shut down that part of you. You're a passionate person, Odessa, and... Well, it hurt me to see you like that. I just couldn't think about it. About finding someone. Maybe even falling in love again. There is no greater sorrow than to be mindful of the happy time in misery. I know you understand, Layla, but I'm still not sure what you're trying to tell me. You were in mourning for a long time, Odessa, and it's all right to mourn. It's healthy. 
And it's healthy to move on when you're ready. But you have to give yourself permission to do that. If you do one but not the other, well, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to the other person either. How will I know if I'm really ready? I'll let you know as soon as I figure it out myself. Joking aside, that's a question I can't answer. It's different for everyone, but I think you'll know, and... What? I have a suspicion that you already do. Odessa? Beth, you're here! I came right here after I saw that you weren't at the house. Amanda said you got called here, and it sounded urgent. Is everything okay? Everything is okay. They got the mole. Well, moles. There were three of them. And they're being interrogated right now. And we got the journals back. That's brilliant. Was it anyone we know? No. Three relatively new initiates. There have been so many new people that I suppose it was inevitable that some bad actors could sneak through. Paladin Romani has put a moratorium on new recruits until she can get a better vetting process in place. That's smart. So, will you be back to staying at Atlas then, or...? Yes. Paladin Romani expects me to move back in immediately, now that it's safe again. But, that doesn't mean I have to be here all the time. And, well... What is it? Staying at your place got me thinking. Yes? Maybe you could teach me how to cook. I tried while you were away, but, well, hopefully Amanda was able to hide the evidence. Amanda's good at hiding bodies, so I'm sure if there was anything incriminating, it's long gone by now. <laughs> that reminds me. I asked Amanda about the contact she found. The one you two are going to try and get some information out of the night I left. Yes? She said that we should talk about that together, the three of us. I tried to get something out of her, but she knows all my tricks. I think that's a good idea, actually. Why? What happened? <sighs> okay, okay. But please, just answer one question. Am I going to want to strangle her? <laughs> what is with that grin? Oh, now my curiosity's really peaked. All I will say for now is that you were right. Amanda is a great person to have your back. Alright, I'll try to not speculate too much about it until we can get together to talk about it. How about over dinner? I'd like that. Good, it's settled. Now, what did I miss? Aside from that first operation and my attempts at cooking, not much. It was quiet. Quiet? That's... strange. I expected things to get crazier, if anything. I made sure that I had a route to get back home immediately if all hell broke loose. And I was glad it didn't, but it's surprising that nothing happened. Well, not nothing. We did manage to catch the moles. Yes, but that was down to the actions of the Brotherhood, not the Morning Star himself. He's laying low. But to do that immediately after making such a big show announcing his presence... I don't get it. Neither do I, but I'm not complaining. I just wish we could have gotten more information while you were gone. Amanda's contacts dried up after that first night. What did you and your father find out? Oh, the North Star. You said that you were going to ask Dr. Flagler about it. How... how is he? He was surprisingly well, actually. Lucid, chatty, but unfortunately there was still a lot he couldn't remember. He remembered the concept of the North Star, but not what it was. We had to end that line of questioning. He was getting frustrated, and we didn't want to risk him spiraling, since he was doing so well. Did he give you anything? He did, actually. We're able to tease a lead on the people who spirited his equipment away. That was mostly what we've been chasing down, and... What's that? That is a box of high-capacity holotapes created by the project lead, Dr. Emily Troiani. I wasn't able to read them because they don't work in regular terminals or Pip-Boys, but there's a standard holotape that describes what's on them. So, is there some kind of special terminal or interface that can read them? It's more than that, you directly interface with them. Wait, you mean... She must have used it as a test to record her thoughts and memories. 
Based on what's on that other holotape, it's got a fair amount of background. Hmm. That complicates things significantly. It does, yeah. There's only one way to get at that information on those tapes. And even if we did have access to the equipment to do it, it's incredibly dangerous. We were so lucky to even get our hands on them. It kills me that we might not be able to use them. How did you get them anyway? They made a mistake. I think the finding out that Dr. Flagler still had journals and data rattled them. So we went back to find out if he had anything else. And did he? I took everything that there was in the office when we visited, but... I suppose that he could have had more stored elsewhere that he'd forgotten about. He didn't. At least as far as we know. But we were able to suss out their next destination based upon the questions they asked. They remained a few steps ahead of us, but... Frankly, we're better at this than they are, so we caught up. Were you able to interrogate them? We were not. Unfortunately, a supermutant behemoth found them just before we did. Oh, and I assume that encounter didn't go well for them. It went very poorly for one of them. The other turned tail and ran. The behemoth lingered around the body, and we didn't want to risk the possibility of... evidence being lost, shall we say. So I created a distraction whilst Dad checked out the body. Behemoths are monstrously tough, but not terribly bright. So I was able to lead him away long enough for Dad to find those tapes. That's fantastic! And I'm glad you stayed safe. I was worried about you. I'm sorry that I couldn't go into detail when we chatted. Just couldn't risk it, but... I'm really glad that it gave us the opportunity to... just chat, though. Yeah, me too. Ah, Miss Kirby. I'm glad you're here. I need to talk to you. Uh Uh-oh, have I done something wrong? No. Well, at least not that I'm aware of. Should I... leave? No, Scribe. You need to be part of this conversation as well. I've been doing my homework on you, Miss Kirby. You have? You've been... working very closely with one of the most vital members of my team. Of course. Due diligence is certainly the right call. Elizabeth Laurel Kirby, born April 21st, 2081, the daughter of Lord Andrew Kirby and the former Elise Dietrich. Lord? My father is a peer. A baron, specifically. Well, was, I suppose. Noble titles don't mean anything anymore. Though, technically, that does make me the Honorable Elizabeth Kirby. And he was a legend in the intelligence community. Your mother was a diplomat, also very highly respected. But it's you that I'm interested in, not your parents. Go on. I'm sure you'll understand, but I cannot have someone who is completely unaffiliated with the Brotherhood working with Scribe Valdez, or anyone else for that matter, as closely as you have. Paladin, Beth has been- Let me finish, Scribe. Miss Kirby, you've been working as a freelancer since leaving the vault, yes? Yes, ma'am, that's correct. I would like to formalize your relationship with us. Paladin, joining the Brotherhood is... Well, it's just something that I can't do. I have to retain my independence. I understand that. And beyond that, I respect it. With that in mind, here is my proposal. And you don't have to make a decision right now. I'd like to hire you as we navigate this Morningstar business. You wouldn't be a member of the Brotherhood, But you would have access to our facilities, equipment, and our personnel. And we would, of course, compensate you appropriately. I... I don't know what to say, Paladin. It's a very... enticing offer. Just say yes, Beth. I... accept, Paladin. Good. Now, Scribe Valdez, let's discuss parameters. This issue is my highest priority. Knight Carlson is leading the overall effort, but I'm granting you the autonomy to do whatever you feel you need to do in order to get us on the other side of this. All the Brotherhood's resources are at your disposal. And at yours, Miss Kirby. I won't let you down. I know you won't. There's one last thing, then I'll leave you to it. You have my explicit permission to work with Miss Kirby as much as you both feel is appropriate. Thank you, Paladin. And you also have my explicit permission to spend as much off-duty time, such as it is, with Miss Kirby as you both feel is appropriate. Thank you, Paladin. 
You're welcome. I'm counting on you. Both of you. Paladin, we just got a report. You know that group of hostiles we've been keeping our eyes on? They're on the move. Looks like they're headed for Foundation. Foundation? My mom is there. What's she doing there? I thought she was done with those negotiations. She thought she was, but when I spoke with her this morning, she said that she had to go over there to finalize some things with Foundation leadership. Odessa, I need to get there immediately. Alan, assemble a team immediately. Take Miss Kirby with you. I'd like to go too. I can help. Under normal circumstances, I'd keep you here, but in this case, I agree. Go. Just be careful. What kind of weaponry you got with you, Beth? Not much. Just a pistol and a combat knife. And no time to stop at home to pick up anything better. About this. Take her down to the armory and set her up with a couple of Crusader pistols. And a plasma cutter in case she needs to get up close and personal with anybody. Thank you, Nightbanks. Alright, we're rolling out in five. I'm going to go grab Carlson. I don't see this often, Odessa, but I'm scared. My mom isn't a fighter. She's a diplomat. She had some self-defense training in the vault, but nothing that's going to help with what sounds like an army bearing down on her. Paige will make sure she's protected until we get there. Let's get down to the armory so we can get you kitted out. We want to be ready when Alan rolls out. She's going to be okay, Beth. We'll make sure of that. Together. Shit. This is a lot of damage. Guards never stood a chance. Damn. Oh god. Greg, take the team to the main entrance. The three of us will sneak in through the back door. Yes, sir. Team, let's move out. Let's get inside. They must need help. And we need to find Beth's mom. Maybe we'll get lucky and find out she got out on time, Beth. That guy right there, with the radio, he doesn't look like a settler. Maybe. Could be a former raider that's given Foundation a go, though. Might not be a bad guy. Okay, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, he's, he's definitely a bad guy. I don't see anyone around him. He's mine. Back in a moment. Whew, nice work. Remind me to never piss you off. I got his radio. At least we're not completely blind now. Hopefully they didn't go radio silent. Let's keep moving. Stay low. Weapons hot. How big was the group? Wasn't huge. Twenty people, maybe? But all this damage makes me wonder if the report got it wrong. That, or they're carrying some very heavy ordnance. It doesn't seem like there's any kind of pattern. Seems like destruction for destruction's sake. That's the kind of thing I'd expect out of Blood Eagles. But the guy I took down wasn't a Blood Eagle. No. He looked too military for a Blood Eagle. Free states, maybe? I don't think so. This isn't their style, and besides, my mom worked out an agreement that both they and Foundation seemed pretty happy with. Maybe they changed their mind. Well, anything's possible, I suppose. It's not like I have a better thought. Listen. What? I don't hear anything. Exactly. No gunfire. No explosions. Did they leave? What if the property damage is a distraction? Yeah. I think I see where you're going with this. Maybe they want something. Or someone. If that's the case, they probably went into the underground complex. All right, well, let's head over to the elevator. Home base, this is Epsilon. Epsilon, this is home base, go ahead. Still no sign of Paige. Oh, he's too stupid, too stubborn to run. He's here somewhere. Find him so we can get out of here. A pass room with about a dozen civilians. You're scared shitless. Want me to use them to smoke him out?
We can't let innocent people get hurt. You saw all the bodies we passed since we got here. They have no problem with killing people. You know what? You're absolutely right. Beth, shut off that radio so it doesn't give away our position. Right, we're almost to the elevator already. We'll go there and we'll see what they have guarding it and we'll go from there. Only two people? Some of them are probably downstairs and Greg's team's probably keeping the rest of them busy. Beth, would you like to do the honors? I'll need to take both of them out before they can fire. Let me try something. Might be somebody sneaking around. Take them out. Mm-hmm. On it. It was nothing. Probably just a mole rat or something. This is a hell of a time to take a leak, dude. Hey, this isn't funny. Where did you- I didn't see anybody else. I think we're clear. Uh, turn that radio back on before we head down. Might get a better read on where they are. What the hell is that supposed to mean? They're coming up. They want to retreat. I say we let them. Too many civilians still around to start a firefight. I agree. At least we'll have these two to interrogate when they come too. Let's get out of sight. God damn it. Sorry guys. Can't drag her all the way back to base. Alright, we're clear. Uh, let's get downstairs and see how bad it is. Oh, and if, like, the Queen moved into Foundation while we weren't looking or something. Let's find those people they were talking about to make sure they're alright. Exactly what I was thinking. I'm not seeing any bodies, so that's a good sign. In here! I'm Scribe Odessa Valdez with the Brotherhood of Steel. You're safe now. Odessa? Mrs. Kirby! Beth, your mom is in here! Mom! Are you hurt? No, Shotzi. I'm fine. But I shouldn't be. What happened? These people were looking for Paige, but they couldn't find him. I overheard them making plans to use us as bait to draw him out. Smoke out the leader. A solid plan. And a brutal one. They were going to kill one of us to get his attention. They were going to kill me, Lily. Oh my god. The man I assume was in charge told one of the others to grab someone from our group at random and I was the unlucky winner. But he took one look at me and got very upset. Upset? Why? I wish I knew. I felt like he recognized me, but I'd never seen him before in my life. He said some colorful words and pulled something up on his Pip-Boy. The next thing he knew, he was on the radio aborting the mission. Did you hear him say something about the royal family? I did. I assumed it was some sort of code, though the other conversations I overheard were quite straightforward. Mrs. Kirby, I'm Knight Alan Banks. I'm a friend of your daughter's. The royal family thing aside, can you think of any reason why your presence here would have caused them to abort their mission? Maybe they were afraid of me. Why? Did one of them not clean their room? <laughs> no, Knight Banks, I can't. I'll think about it, but right now I'd just like to go home. Of course, ma'am. On behalf of the Brotherhood, I'd like to offer you an escort. Thank you, Knight. Under most circumstances, I would decline. But in this case, I think it would be for the best. I agree. And I'll stay with you and Dad tonight. Knight, can I hold on to those weapons at least until I get back to Atlas? Of course. 
I just hope you don't have to use them. Valdez, after we drop them off, I'll make sure you get back to Atlas safe and sound. Thanks, Alan. Mrs. Kirby, we can move out whenever you're ready. I am ready, let's go. Hi. How's your mom? She's good. Still a little shaken up, but she's resilient. And your dad? He wants to go out and kill them all himself, but I think she prevailed upon him to... not do that? But he's champing at the bit to do something. I can't blame him. His wife and daughter are in the middle of, well, whatever this is. Did you figure anything out with that royal family thing? No. At least nothing concrete or even particularly compelling. But, based purely on context, they said she was a member of this royal family. So she wasn't the focal point. I thought the same thing. And from that, we can infer... That I'm the focal point. Yeah. I'm sorry. So am I. Ugh! I hate this! I feel like I'm... Putting people I care about in danger, and I don't even know why. Well, look at it this way. It may have saved your mother's life last night. That's true, I suppose. But that luck's going to run out sooner or later. We need to figure this out before that happens. And you're clearly in his crosshairs as well. I'm a big girl, Beth. And not only do I have the might of the Brotherhood behind me, I have you. That you do. Scribe Valdez, I wanted... Oh, am I interrupting? Not at all, Paladin. Scribe Valdez and I were just discussing the incident at Foundation, and how it relates to what we already know about the Morningstar and his plan. Your report was very illuminating, Scribe. When we have a better understanding of how Mrs. Kirby, and by extension Miss Kirby, figure into this, I expect to be read in immediately. Of course, Paladin. You'll know when we know. But as of right now, it's all speculation. Have we gotten anything out of the people that looted my lab? Nothing. Night Banks has been working on them non-stop, but they keep denying that they had anything to do with it, saying they've been framed. Is that... possible? Knight Carlson conducted a thorough investigation, and he was briefing me every step of the way. He'd had his eye on them from very early on in that investigation. So, what took so long? He was hoping that they would give the materials they stole to someone. That way, we'd at the very least have a bit more clarity on who else was involved. But they never did. No. They just sat on them. It seemed strange to me. You'd think if they'd had such an elaborate plan to take the tapes and journals, and to delete the corresponding data from our systems, that they would have had a plan to get everything to whoever they're working for. It is strange. Like they only had... The half a plan. And that doesn't jibe with what we've seen from the Morningstar so far. Everything has been precise. Perhaps something... unexpected happened that threw them off. My mother wasn't supposed to be at Foundation, and seeing her made them flat out abort the mission, they weren't able to pivot. I was thinking about that. It was almost like they were programmed, but their programming wasn't sophisticated enough to change plans on the fly. Hmm. Based on what we know so far about the technology the Morningstar seems to be accumulating, could that be used to... program someone? Well, the information that we have is... incomplete. But what I've read indicates that the technology wasn't ready for that kind of thing. But they were working toward getting it there. Perhaps that attack is evidence that he's getting closer. Paladin, could you tell Knight Banks that I'm at his disposal if he'd like to give me a shot at interrogating the prisoners? As long as that falls within my brief as a freelancer, of course. It does, and I'll let him know. Thank you both for the briefing. It's good to know that we're making progress, and I have every confidence that progress will continue. There's one other matter that I'd like to discuss with you. I haven't made the formal announcement, but I'm about to. I'm concerned about burnout. Everyone has been working so hard, and the last two weeks have been especially difficult, knowing that there was likely a spy in our midst but not knowing either who that spy was or what they might do next. I'm well acquainted with that kind of pressure. 
It's important to have a safety valve to blow off some steam. To that end, I've decided to throw a party. A party? To allow people to step back and celebrate everything we've accomplished. And to celebrate each other. It sounds like a brilliant idea. Thank you, Miss Kirby. Initiate Barksdale has already started making arrangements. We'll have it on Saturday. If there's anyone who can plan a party on this scale in two days, it's Casey. I concur. And then we'll also give everyone a bit of time to... ask any potential plus ones. We can bring dates? Guests. They can be dates, siblings, friends, crushes. I don't want anyone missing someone while they're celebrating. At any rate, party or no, there's always work to be done. I need to get back to mine. Thank you both. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Paladin. That was... a surprise. Are you implying that the members of the Brotherhood don't know how to have fun? I would never imply that. Hi, Casey. How goes party planning? Very well. There's plenty of space, and I'm sure I can scrounge up some decorations. It's going to look brilliant, Casey. I have full and complete faith in you. Thanks, babe. And... As much as I'd love to stay and chat, I need to check in on Mum and Dad. I'll give them your best. Bye, you two. Don't get into too much trouble while I'm gone. Bye! Bye. What's up, Casey? Do you need help with the party? Event planning isn't something I have a lot of experience with, but I'll do my best. It's, It's not about the party. Well, it kind of is. I guess. Will you... Will I what, Casey? Put up decorations? Set up chairs? No, it's not that. Um... Will you... Go to the party with me? Um... You mean... Yes, Odessa. I'm asking you on a date. If I didn't at least ask, I'd regret it for a long time. I'm already regretting not doing it sooner. I'm still a little fuzzy in the situation with you and Beth, but whatever it is, it seems complicated. Uh, I'm sorry, this was kind of unexpected. Was it? <laughs> I guess I was too subtle. Casey, I- Look, I already know Scribe Valdez is amazing, but I'd love to get to know Odessa better. This seems like a good opportunity to maybe start doing that. And I wouldn't have asked if I didn't get the feeling that you might want to get to know me better, too. I... Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yes would be a good start. Look, I'm not a homewrecker. If I misread things and move out there together together, I'm not going to do anything to get in the way. But if you're not, well, just think about it, okay? No pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. Once Upon a Wasteland, Episode 5, The Identical Old Questions, was produced and directed by Brad Williams and written by D.K. Trueno. Starring Letitia Lemon as Elizabeth Kirby and Vitriol Plays as Odessa Valdez. Also starring Lucy Middleton as Amanda Otis and John Laurie as Knight Allen Banks. Featuring Crystal Sherry as Casey Barksdale, Benjamin Campbell as Knight Gregory Carlson, Pandora Beatrix as Paladin Layla Romani, Kirsty Harrison as Elise Kirby, Snuffy Struggle as Bandit One, 
Martin Muller as Bandit 2, and Eric B. Rowland as Bandit 3. Additional voices provided by Snuffy Struggle, Dasatin Carey, Lauren Moore, and Annie Vish. And I'm your narrator, Ashley Sackon. Please join us for our next episode, episode 6, So Desperate a Step. Do you know what makes your video game bay tick? Have you ever wondered how they stack up against all the rest of the delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, and we analyze and review all of your favorite video game romances. I'm Vervada. Check out our podcast, Two Girls, One Ship, on all your favorite podcast places. Remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller. I'm Brad Williams the creator of Once Upon a Wasteland, a Fallout 76 love story. We've reached the midway point in our season, and I can't thank you enough for demonstrating your support for our show by listening. We have exciting plans for the second half of the season, and we hope that you'll continue to join us as we follow Beth and Odessa's journey toward Happily Ever After. If you'd like more information on our show, please visit our website, onceuponawasteland.com, where you'll find show information, scripts for each episode, artwork, and more. You can also find us on Twitter at OnceUpon76Pod. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and review, and I hope you'll subscribe as well. And please, tell your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to me directly on Twitter at OnceUpon76Pod, or via email at info at OnceUponAWasteland.com. Thank you. traffic and weather. Welp, looks like almost everyone's still dead, so traffic is at a standstill. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. But hey, if that's your thing, whatever! So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody-two-shoes, definitely not Raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double ugh, they're not paying me enough for this. Till later, this is Rose. Ra-